Hello and welcome to season two, episode two of Things That Go Bump in the Night. This is JC Bratton reporting from San Jose, California, as always. And today's episode is going to focus on the concept of female stalkers. But before we do that, let me give you a little bit of an update. Uh, so the first thing I want to let you know is that on April 29th, Dollhouse is going to be available on Amazon Kindle Unlimited for free uh, for a period of five days. So f- be sure to download it, take advantage of the free download, and that will be really, really great. Again, Dollhouse is my very, very short story uh, that centers around a married couple that uh, purchase a dollhouse, and the doll dollhouse itself contains three dolls. Each one has her own unique backstory, and uh, it's really creepy, and you probably should leave the lights on when you read that tarot tale. Um, And then uh, another update is that it's really, really, really busy with my day job and um, a few other things going on. So I probably am not going to actually start writing It Knows until um, probably closer to the winter time, which I know for some of you guys who are waiting for another short story, I'm really, really sorry, but it's just that unfortunately there's just so much going on. The day job does pay the bills. So, and I've got a condo to pay for. So all those kind of things, I really uh, need to focus on that uh, right now, but, but not to worry. Uh, there are still a number of JC Bratton things that will happen, which include of course this podcast, as well as um, my writing for Mystery and Suspense magazine. So that's going to be the next part here. So I will be back shortly. We'll talk about Mystery and Suspense magazine, and we're going to talk about the concept of the female stalker. Okay, so um, Mystery and Suspense Magazine. So they're an online um, and print magazine. They're, they're new. Um, they uh, are based out of Oregon. The editor-in-chief, his name is Sam, he reached out to me actually um, uh, about writing a story related to dolls and horror uh, because um, he saw that I wrote Dollhouse and was very interested in, in having a feature on the EMAG about horror and uh, different horror tropes. And so um, I wrote a story about horror dolls. And then uh, since then, he's like, hey, you know, just keep writing some um, features in horror. And we um, we uncovered another topic, which was um, the appeal of slasher horror or, you know, the serial killer of horror. So I went ahead and wrote a story about that. And then the last one I just published was about um, the final girl in horror. So it's a, it's a trope in which... Um, um, if you recall from like many of the various uh, Friday the 13th movies, for example, you had you, you, that they're infamous for having the final girl. So like the last person who's going to um, go up against um, uh, Jason Voorhees is usually female and uh, and she meets a certain sort of stereotype. And uh, we talk about that and, and so forth in that in that article. But anyway, 
Um, great magazine. It's a lot of fun to write for. So I'm actually on their featured authors page, uh, which is really cool. And I just turned in another article that's going to be published on April 23rd about what we call the female stalker. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm not going to read the article to you because it hasn't been published yet, but I wanted to at least give you an idea about this whole topic of female stalker. So, you know, when we think about stalkers, we usually think about men. Right? Unfortunately, sorry, sorry, guys out there, you know, you're, you're usually in that bucket of uh, stalker. So anyway, um, we think about, um, you know, like, you know, the, the uh, Jason Voorhees of the world, you know, creeping upon, you know, unsuspecting campers. Uh, we think about Michael Myers um, from the original Halloween, you know, creeping upon Laurie Strode. Um, but we also think about real life stalkers, right? So for example, uh, well, there's the Night Stalker himself, Richard Ramirez. There's also uh, John Hinckley Jr., if we recall. He's the person who was stalking Jodie Foster. And then in order to get her attention, he actually attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan. So, so you know, the, the, the stalker um, uh, phenomenon, if you will, uh, has been around for years and years and years. And like I said, it's been typically... Um, related to men. But um, there, there was a study done in 2003 um, uh, from Malloy and Boyd, and they talked about the female stalker. And they, they actually figured that female stalkers sort of reach, had a certain stereotype about themselves. Uh, usually they're uh, predominantly single, heterosexual, educated individuals in their mid-30s, and they were pursuing their victims for at least a year. And their victims were usually male acquaintances who were a little bit older. And um, essentially, they classified stalkers into five categories, and four of which were categories um, where females were um, in the mix. Um, that included uh, the rejected stalker, the intimacy-seeking stalker, the incompetent stalker, and the resentful stalker. But then there's that fifth stalker, which is called the predatory stalker, but that one's more um, along the lines with males. Now, each one is very um, specific and, and has um, uh, various qualities. So in my, in my article that you'll find on April 23rd, it's, um, I'm going to focus on what specific characters in film and literature relate to each one of those stalker types. So let me just briefly highlight what each stalker type means. So the rejected stalker is um, a stalker who follows at the end of a relationship. So it's a, it's a person who's like torn apart because that relationship ended. And so the stalking and obsession happens as a result of this abandonment that happened during the, the um, end of the relationship. The intimacy-seeking stalker is um, a, a stalker that's really looking for a connection, really looking to find somebody that they can connect with. And a lot of times they latch on to somebody who doesn't necessarily reciprocate uh, the attention, but in their kind of, kind of warped uh, sense of reality, they feel that that person is reciprocating. So that's the intimacy-seeking stalker. The third one was the um, incompetent stalker, which is kind of the stalker is very awkward, has no social skills, but is kind of creeping behind the scenes um, and uh, maybe has, you know, taking photos of people, maybe, uh, you know, following them around, uh, but again, not necessarily thinking that they're going to get any reciprocation because they actually have very low self-esteem and they're not very uh, sociable, but they, uh, but they're still 
they still have um, objects of, of obsession. And then uh, the resentful stalker is the one that really wants to frighten their victims. They're, they're about, you know, selling a score. They're, they they want to make sure that they are known. They, they have, you know, they want vindication. Um, so it's a very um, uh, kind of frightening uh, type of stalker. And then the last one, um, uh, again, which is not really related to females, is the predatory stalker. That's the one that's really about, um, you know, capture, torture, bonding, or bondage, um, just really, um, uh, you know, the physical attack of the um, victim. Uh, so again, not, not necessarily in the world of a female stalker, but those were the five different stalker types that were identified. So it's a very um, interesting phenomenon in the sense that, you know, female stalkers are actually a force to be reckoned with. You know, it's about, um, I believe the, uh, there was a, a study done about community, uh, community-based studies done that said that um, women are identified as perpetrators in 12 to 13 percent of cases in stalking. So uh, don't always think it's just the men. And um, we talk about that specific phrase, hell hath no fury, like a woman scorned. Well, uh, maybe that's kind of true. Uh, so, so again, objects, objects of obsession, it goes back to, you know, severe abandonment issues. A lot of it um, is, you know, heavily psychological, right? And a lot of it, you know, deeply rooted in some sort of event that happened in childhood or, or young adulthood that actually causes the person to go into that obsessed level. Um, from a psychological perspective, actually, um, it's been known that um, these sort of people who kind of are put into that bucket of um, female stalkers are actually people who tend, not not always, but tend to have borderline personality disorder. So, um, which is, you know, it's, a, it's another, it's a type of cluster B personality disorder um, in the along the lines of uh, narcissistic personality disorder, but um, again, more heavily on the on the female side of the house. So anyway, uh, very interesting topic and in general, just thinking about that and, and you know, objects of obsession and, and how, um, how people behave. But uh, look for that article, April 23rd, Mystery and Suspense Magazine. So it's mysteryandsuspense.com. And uh, hopefully you guys get a chance to read it. It's free and um, I would love to get your feedback. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, I will be back in a few weeks with another topic. So in the meantime, feel free to follow me on Instagram at BrattonJC or on Twitter at BrattonJC or visit my website, which is bluemilk.co. So again, thank you very much for your time. And I look forward to sharing another episode here in a couple weeks.